Warning ahead of today's episode. If you don't have your spine supported by some sort of splint or metal rod, press stop on your device or at least pause of this podcast right now because you're going to get fucking whiplash if you don't. Look, I'm in combative form today. Are you still listening? If you haven't stiffened your spine, I'm warning you. Press stop right now. And if you're not ready to receive this, you're going to be taken down a peg or two because I am going to give you total and utter brutality. Total and utter brutality because the only cause that I am interested in in broadcasting this fucking website or website or podcast or whatever fucking channel you're getting me on is delivering world domination for you in whatever field that you're in. Look, I'm a triple threat to any fucking part-time, sideline-sitting, mealy-mouthed, half-arsed windbag who might happen to be listening today. I've told you, press stop or pause until you're ready for it. This episode is for red meat-eating men and women. Now, if you prefer a nut roast, you can listen to it as long as you eat. You're not roast like a fucking wild animal. So why the hard-assed intro to today's episode... What's put me on edge so much that the peace and tranquility of Walrus Island is under threat? Well, in truth, I've just seen too much of a theme on my timelines recently about balance, about self-care, about fucking participation being everything, about 40 hours a week, about working from home is going to improve our life balance, and I'm just a bit worried that all this fucking as we ease this lockdown there are going to be so many competing emotions and things going on in some of your lives that the walruses won't be focused on harpooning the maximum opportunity that will present itself the big fucking kahuna that's coming so today in episode 169 of the speedmender podcast i want to ram home to you the concept that great companies are built on the weekends Great companies are built on the weekends and that nothing of significance was ever achieved within an envelope of a working 40-hour week. Nothing of significance achieved within a working envelope of a 40-hour week. Now, and the hammer home to you who are maybe caught in that mindset or will be left in that mindset with the mixture of emotions that you're probably feeling at the minute with lockdown as lockdown ends you might pay your bills with a 40-hour week you might even get a couple of holidays a year you might even get an audi or bmw or mercedes on tick you might save enough for a paltry pension but that's all you're going to fucking get on 40 hours a week you'll be an also ran Now, if you don't like the sound of that and it stings just a fucking little bit like vinegar in a wound, I did warn you to switch off earlier. So suck it right up now, you fucking buttercup, because it's the truth. Look, I've always been curious 
about successful people all my life. And I have been fortunate enough to meet some of the most successful people in business and, and sport in this country and further afield. I've consumed most of the autobiographies of all the successful business people that you've ever heard of and loads of ones that you haven't heard of. I mean, I even listen and, I even listen and read fucking Harvard Business Reviews about lesser known figures. I'm currently actually doing um, a uh, an autobiography by a guy called Jim Cock um, called Quench Your Thirst and he was the founder uh, and the main brewer of a beer called Sa- Samuel Adams Beer. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, that's the leading craft beer in the United States of America and he's doing, or his company's doing about one billion of sales per year. And he built the company from scratch packing in his well-paid consultant job and started uh, brew, uh, brewing in the basement um, with a recipe that his dad gave him. So I'm immersed in this stuff. I'm immersed in the people who are successful. I'm immersed in being successful. And I haven't yet come across one single successful person who did not relentlessly apply themselves to their work 16 hours a day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Not one of them found a way to avoid this level of work to have outside success. Now, the only people I'm aware of who pretend they made it without the level of success or level of application I'm talking about here are fucking Tim Ferriss, that wee bullshit artist. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, but what I mean is four hours a week, come on, the fuck, you know, that's there's nothing real now, uh, you're just selling books. And con artists trying to sell mugs courses of how to get rich quick schemes now you'll probably find any number of them over on clubhouse at the minute and if you want a fucking shortcut head over to clubhouse and stop listening to this podcast but the beauty of this podcast which as i've said is episode 169 of the speed mentor podcast with me your host gavin wall is that all of the listeners who've had the balls to keep listening right up to this point will be able to work out where they stand on the matrix that i'm talking about there now, I witness a lot of people out there at the moment unhappy. They're unhappy with the results they're getting. They think they should get more or that they deserve more or they're led to believe by the charlatans selling those, selling them those get-rich-quick schemes who have almost unfettered access to people at the minute because we're locked down and all they have to do is to sell you a course about multiple streams of fucking income and that's it all sorted. That get-rich-quick scheme. Or alternatively, I see people listening to perhaps even well-intentioned fools who say, work smarter rather than harder and you'll be able to achieve serious success by only doing 40 hours per week. Look, 40 hours per week is average. Even if you use your 40 hours per week well and you're talented, you'll only get to the upper echelon of average results. And that's still fucking average in my book. You don't come to listen to this podcast to be average well at least I hope I hope you don't you don't do you (laughs) please tell me that you don't I've spent all this time 169 fucking episodes trying to fucking get more out of you look make your mind up make a decision do you want to be one of the very best in the country or do you want to be fucking average now this episode is like a song to the siren Make your fucking mind up about what you want because if you don't fucking decide, you're going to crash against the rocks. Now, if you want average, if you want average, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with average, but it's a choice. The only thing's wrong with average is if you really want more than average. 
So stop fretting about it. Do your best to have a happy fucking average life. Now my message to you, if you want the average stuff, is to take the day off. Put your feet up. Stop fretting. Stop letting me pound your fucking oral canal. Settle for your 40 fucking hours a week if that's all you want to put in. Enjoy your life. Like you don't you don't have to do the fucking grind. There's nothing wrong with not doing that. But accept your outcomes. If they're fucking average, it's because you're putting in average. Why don't you go and join the church choir or take up fucking knitting or help your kids do their colouring in? And stop worrying about the fucking outcomes. Because it's not going to happen if you're doing 40 hours a week. Now, this is the day to embrace, to rejoice, and to accept your mediocrity. Okay, I promise you there's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to be a lunatic like me who wants more than average. Look, in fact, I see over on uh, Dickhead Island there that they're lobbying for a four-day working week and a three-day weekend. They want that every fucking week. Now, does that sound good to you? A three-day weekend? If it does, just go and do it and stop torturing yourself. There will be some listening to this who are sitting on the fence. If you were in any way, my advice, if you were in any way excited by the idea of a three-day weekend, a national holiday every fucking week for the 40-hour per week brigade, then fill your fucking boots. I have total respect for you. Go and fucking live on Dickhead Island. The people I don't have respect for are those that pretend that getting that balance between the work and the life and that doing the 40 hours can achieve outside outsized success. The 40 hours per week can achieve significant contentment. And if that's what you want, but not success on an objective measurement, you can find contentment and it will be brilliant for your life. But if you're like me and you're not interested in average, even at the upper echelon or the upper tier of average that I talked about earlier, then I have good news for you. And this is the really important element of this conversation or debate, um, that there's a bit of a nuance going on between both sides of this argument. Because I'll let you into a little secret. You don't have to work like that, that 80 hours, 100 hours, for the rest of your life to gain massive success. Look, 80 hours per week, as a minimum, is essential, in my honest opinion, to generate enough momentum or energy to push that huge boulder up a hill. Uh, But once you've done the hard part and pushed it up, if you put in the right precautions in place, the right rails, the right protections to guide it down, if the right people keep an eye on it, it'll roll down the other side of the hill with a lot less work than it took you to push the frigging thing up there. Now, I've said this before. How many years are we on this planet? On average, people are on this planet about 80 years. Now, for me, as you know, it's going to be 150 years. I've done a podcast about that. You can go and check it out. And I say to you, if you cannot dedicate at least three years of your life to total and unadulterated passion, commitment and hard work, what's the fucking point? How piss poor is your application? Now, I don't think three years... It's enough, if I'm really honest, but it's a fucking bare minimum. The truth is, in my view, if you dedicated seven years, if you dedicated seven years to a minimum of 80 hours per week, I believe that you can take the rest of your life on off 
take the rest of your life off after that and sit on the beach on Walrus Island and let your team do the work, let your passive income come in, let your systematization take over. The compound effect of the work that you've done in those seven years, which is just about 8 or 9% of your life, will pay off in spades for the rest of it. Take the rest of your fucking life off. Do the seven years. That's what I did. I, in fact, I actually had to do it twice, unfortunately, due to being wiped out in the property crash. But both times I generated enough to see me through the rest of my life without lifting another finger thereafter. I can take the rest of my fucking life off if I want. Now, I choose not to because I love this stuff. But I don't have to do it. I'm doing it out of choice. How many of you are doing what you're doing because of choice? I mean, I hear it all the time that people in the developed world are crying because they're they're having to, to work until they're 70 years of age because the state pension provision is so poor. Yet they spend all their lives working nine to five to ensure that they're going to be fucking dependent on it. It's fucking bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Crying about the fucking pension's not enough and then spend the, <laughs> the entirety of their lives making sure they're reliant upon it. Now, do the 30 years worth of work in seven years. 30 years worth of work in seven years and take the rest of your life off. Get serious about this. Fuck the balance for seven years. Fuck the balance after that too because after you've done the seven years then you can fucking lie on the beach burnt out the fuck if that's what you are or you can crack on working if you prefer or your passive income with it coming in. Do whatever you want after that folks. Now I tell you, I actually used to have a guy, um, he was gaslighting me all the time on, on social media about his perception of my overwork. Now he claimed that he once had everything. He had the corner office, he had the big corporate job, but gave it all up to really go and achieve everything. Fulfilment. The perfect life. Now, he posts about this all the time. Now, he took his family to a different country and they live in rental accommodation in other countries. Now, he pitches online mentoring to others and he sort of, from what I can see, ekes out a living. Now, there's a day of reckoning it's going to fucking come to him. I reckon he's only one paycheck away from destitution to him and his family. Now, I could really go on and on if I wanted to, but... I don't want to even talk about that too much. What I'm saying is, don't be fucking fooled, right? Don't be fooled. There's no way to do this other than putting in the work. Now, I did the seven years of total dedication to my work, 100 hours every single week, and I make no bones about it. I'm not going to apologise to it to some fucking gaslighter. Now, did my family and I make massive sacrifices during that period? Of course we did. But now we have unlimited choices. Now we can do whatever we want to do. My family are financially secure. I can retire on passive income if I wish and have achieved way above average, leaving a legacy for my kids. The question is, what do you want to do? Do you want to waste your life wondering what if or torturing yourself that you, that you can get better results but you're only prepared to put in the half-assed effort? Do you want a shortcut out of all this uh, do you want to make up shit like that gaslighter I just talked about? Like he must have—he probably read the four-hour fucking working week and swallowed that bunkum hole. He, he once said to me, "He's running an international business, a fucking international business." Don't make me laugh. And by the way, I've, I've never gaslighted him or ever posted anything on his timeline. I'm too busy making a fucking difference. Now, I'm going to say something here 
that you mightn't have heard from me before. Now, I wish that more people would be truthful with themselves and say, I'll accept average and be content with that. The world would be a much happier place if that were to happen. If that guy running his international business has just said, you know what, I don't have the metal to do more than 40 hours per week and achieve more than average, he wouldn't be shit-talking on my timeline. Now, perhaps some of you might argue that people like me are the problem because I paint a picture of what's possible, raising people's hopes. But I don't just do that um, for the sake of it. I do that and then I come back and I give you a fucking paint-by-numbers guide on how to achieve it. Now, there's hard work and sacrifice for sure, but the bounty at the other end, the freedom to choose, the freedom to travel, the freedom to watch TV, or or to fucking work even harder like, like I choose to do, it's a fucking huge freedom. And you got to listen to what I'm saying. Now, a really interesting thing I also see is that some of those are most vociferous about a balanced work life and spouting on that they only do 40 hours per week and that they love their time with their families are those who actually did the hard yards earlier in their careers. But they don't want you to do it now. They don't want the fucking competition. They've built the infrastructure already. I see them all the time. People I know who've knocked their fucking pan in earlier in their lives. Now they're maybe doing 10 or 20 hours a week, but they built the foundations with the hard work earlier. So if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this, go and put in the hard work right now. Don't wait until your family comes along. It gets a lot harder to do it then. And if you're listening to this and you've already got your family, I've told you it's way harder now than it is maybe before your family but the sooner you start the better the sooner you start the better because the sooner you get to the end of it this is tough stuff when you already have the family but that's why you'll need a plan make a plan between you and your partner so that you know exactly what each of you is committing to and what the sacrifices are that you're going to make and who has got to do this and who has got to achieve that and whose goal is this so that you can justify the effort and sacrifice that you're going to put in. Now, the sooner you start, the better. That is a fact. Work smarter, not harder, is bullshit. you got to do both, because crazy, hungry motherfuckers like me are your competition, and I'm not slowing down anytime soon. Now, I hope your spine stiffened during this episode, and you're ready to go and do the fucking necessary. But before I go, I want to give a shout-out to a listener whose name... I don't actually know, unfortunately. It's just come up in my system. The name has come up. This is a, a a review of the number one podcast in the country. The name has come up as Unknown27578. Unknown27578. It's like a fucking stormtrooper from Star Wars's ID tag or something, you know, like Finn2725 or whatever. But anyway, I'm so grateful in any event, even though I don't know what your name is, Stormtrooper, hit me up actually and identify yourself to me because I'd love to give you a shout out. And your review, your five star review is entitled Informative as well as Entertaining. And the review goes a little bit like this. I've been listening to quite a lot of content coming out of North America region. All very interesting stuff in its own way. But I have to say, Gavin just nails it so much better than I've heard from anyone else. It's great hearing valuable insights and a bit of tough talking from someone I can relate to. Keep up the good work, Gavin. And a wee OK um, emoji at the end of it. Now, that's a cracking wee review on the 127578. You can return to the fucking Imperial Stormfleet Troop now or whatever the hell you call it up there. What was it? Was the, the Death Star? 
Back to the Death Star. Anyway, the sooner we're all honest about whether we've got the chops to do the 100 hours a week, the better. Success won't find you. you got to do a lot of fucking digging to find it. Whether you do or not, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.